Do you have a workplace bully on your team? Have you dealt with that bully yet? And are you worried about the impact this bully is having on the rest of your team? Dealing with a workplace bully is difficult and scary, especially for that leader that doesn't like conflict. But it doesn't have to be difficult or scary, and it doesn't have to lead to the firing of the bully. In this episode, I'll share with you my experience in dealing with workplace bullies. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello, friend. This is the Rookie Leaders Podcast. It's the podcast offering leadership lessons to newbies. My name is Michael Tanner, and with 30 years of leadership experience, it's my mission to help you become the leader everyone loves and wants to follow so that you can positively impact business results and the lives of those you lead. Before we start dealing with workplace bullies, let me quickly make you aware of our leadership calculator. You're listening to this podcast because you want to improve your leadership. And to improve your leadership, you must first measure it. Our free calculator provides an objective leadership score and details for improving your leadership based on your results. I'll share more about our leadership calculator at the end of the show. But for now, let's talk about dealing with workplace bullies. Now, before I jump into workplace bullies and dealing with them, I first want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, uh, Ashley. Ashley sent me an email, and in the, in the email, she had mentioned some of the difficult situations that she's finding in her leadership, and this idea of a workplace bully was one of those situations. And so I appreciate, Ashley, you bringing this to my attention and giving me the opportunity to address it here on the podcast. Now, before I start talking about workplace bullies and and how to, you know, to address them or deal with them, I first want to talk about what we're not talking about, okay? So, when I talk about a workplace bully, I'm not talking about some physical bullying or certainly not some type of harassment, sexual harassment or otherwise. I mean, those are extreme situations that require immediate action and probably immediate termination, maybe even, you know, some type of legal action. So I'm, I'm not talking about that physical bullying, some type of physical attack or some type of harassment, sexual harassment or otherwise. So, so we're not talking about that, but rather we're talking about that person that has the, maybe the abrasive uh, attitude or behavior or, you know, they tend to be abrupt with their uh, critiques or something like that, right? We're talking about those types of behaviors, not these extreme cases of physical bullying or harassment. Again, those would require immediate action, probably termination, maybe even um, legal action. And so what I'll do kind of to kind of paint the picture, then I want to tell you a story of some uh, some experience that I've had in the past with workplace bully. Um, I, I go back many, many years ago. Uh, our I was leading a team of software developers, 
and we were as a as a company and as a team we were moving into uh, a new technology space new technology utilizing new technology in our software development and it was moving into a technical space that no one on our team including me no one had any type of experience in this new technology that we were moving into and we knew that as a business if we were going to move into that then obviously we needed at least one person uh, with experience in that technology on our team and so uh, through the course of a a, a few uh, interactions with the, the larger business the larger group of people then we came to inherit a new team member this wasn't a part of a recruiting process or anything like that i I, you know, kind of looking back on it, I kind of feel like I, I believe that through a recruiting process, I would have been able to uh, to vet out and filter out this person, this person's uh, personality traits and so forth. But that wasn't the case. We inherited this person uh, basically from another team, and we inherited them because they have. Uh, they had the the technical skill set that we were lacking, that we were moving into, but we were lacking uh, in our uh, in our team. And this person, uh, this workplace bully, came to our team, and almost immediately, almost immediately, we recognized that his personality was very abrasive. Uh, the personality was very I- impatient. Um, you know, he had the luxury of knowing this technical skill set very, very well, had years and years of experience in it. And he was not able to be patient with the rest of his new team members, us. He wasn't able to be patient with us as we learned it, right? Um, he oftentimes uh, in in uh, individual meetings as well as in group meetings, uh, he would come off as very arrogant. Uh, again, just he knows so much more about this technical space than we do. And so his actions and his words would oftentimes, um, you know, come off as arrogant and, and abrasive and, and rude even. Um, and so it just immediately we, we all kind of recognized the, the conflict that was his personality and the, the personalities on the, on the rest of the team. And, you know, for me as a leader, almost immediately, I began to receive feedback from our team members that, you know, feedback that they were essentially offended by the abrasiveness and the arrogance and the impatience of this new team member. They were, they were, they were very offended by that. And even to the point that, you know, a couple of them actually mentioned to me that, Hey, I, I don't, think that he can continue to be a part of the team he you know i mean i don't think any any of them told me you need to fire him uh, but they were making it clear that they didn't feel like he could continue to be a part of the team okay and so i kind of having that story as the backdrop i want to talk to you about well how do you deal with that person how do you deal with that situation where you have this workplace bully that's just abrasive or impatient or arrogant um, which is, you know, the personality characteristics that, that uh, describe my particular situation. I've been in some other situations that I would call workplace bullying as well, but uh, but this is pretty typical, right? It's it's really around 
their personalities, their behavior, uh, their actions that begin to um, offend or, or rub the wrong way the other team members. And you as a leader, you're left wondering, well, how do I address this situation? And I want to share with you a few bullet points uh, today as to how I've been able to navigate this situation uh, very effectively in the past. And the first thing I want to do is I want to point you back to episode number 103, where I talked about dealing with difficult situations. Certainly, dealing with a, a workplace bully, that's going to qualify as dealing with it for uh, with a difficult situation. Um, so I want to refer you back to episode number 103. And in that, we talked about uh, utilizing the golden rule of leadership, utilizing this, this lead others the way you would want to be led. And as you work towards dealing with this workplace bully, you certainly want to keep that in mind. How would you want to be led in this situation? If you were the one that was considered the workplace bully, how would you want your leader to lead you in that situation? And we certainly need to um, consider that as we as the leader are going to address this situation, address this workplace bully. Uh, the, the first thing I will say here is you must address a workplace bully. You cannot just allow this type of behavior to, to continue on inside of your team. If you do, if you allow this type of behavior to continue on in your team, it's going to destroy morale. It's going to destroy teamwork. And before too long, I mean, you're, especially your really good team members, they will not allow this type of behavior in their team for very long. What will happen is your best team members will leave first. They will leave your team. Maybe they go to another team within your company is probably the best scenario if you don't address this, but oftentimes they're going to leave and go to another company, maybe even your competitors. So you must address uh, any team member that would, you would consider to be a workplace bully uh, because you just cannot allow this to go on. Now, let me give you a, for, a few kind of steps, if you will, or things that you need to do to address this workplace bully. First of all, you need to, if it doesn't already exist, you need to establish a policy regarding bullying. You need a policy regarding workplace bullying. Uh, and, and this needs to be a formal or official policy. This needs to be written up in some type of document form. And again, you may already have this if you're a part of a, a large corporation or something like that. You probably already have a policy regarding bullying. But if you don't, you first have to establish one, okay? Before you can start to address that person, that team member, then you first have to establish the policy written down formally and officially that you're going to address or utilize to address this person and their behavior. So make sure that you have that foundation of a policy in place that you that's uh, directly addressing workplace bully. And then... Once you have that, now it's time to start working with, to start addressing, start dealing with that workplace bully. And I would advise you, much like a reprimand, I would advise you to always start to address a workplace bully privately. You know, oftentimes the temptation is I'm in a, I'm in a team meeting and that person, 
makes some type of comment that almost everyone in the room except them probably feels is a rude comment or abrasive comment. And the temptation is to address it right then and there in front of everyone. That is not the way you want to do this. You certainly do not want to start by trying to address a workplace bully publicly. You want to start by doing that privately, have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with that person for the purpose of addressing their actions or their behaviors. Okay. So do that privately. And then I just talked about bullet number two or, or, or step number two or item number two that I want to share with you. And that is this, when you're addressing this issue, when you're confronting the workplace bullying, be sure that you're confronting the actions and the behaviors, not the person. Now, what I mean by that is you cannot get into a workplace, I mean, a one-on-one -on -one meeting and tell this person, well, you're being a bully. You are a bully. You're not confronting this person. You're confronting the actions and the behaviors of this person. Okay. And so you've got to talk about, you know, uh, the tone in your comment that you made to so-and-so in our meeting yesterday, or the impatience that you're exhibiting when someone doesn't fully understand this technical skill set like you do. You're wanting to address and confront the actions or the behaviors. Be sure that you're very careful with your language that you're not confronting or attacking this person because it's not them as a person. They are not labeled as a bully, but rather the actions and the behaviors that they're exhibiting um, uh, constitute them uh, constitute bullying, right? So you want to be careful with, with that language. Now, one of the key aspects of doing this appropriately, confronting the actions or the behaviors and, and not the person, is that with this team member, you definitely want to have established a really, really good relationship with them. You also want to have to, at this point, you want to have convinced them of your pure motives as a leader, you want to convince you at this point, hopefully you have convinced them that you are in leadership for selfless reasons. You are in leadership for the benefit of the team, even the benefit of this person, of this, uh, uh, the person that you are addressing, having this meeting with right now, the person that is considered to be the workplace bully, you are in leadership for their good, not your own. And you already have a really good relationship with them. When those two things are in place, confronting the actions and the behavior of this person will go so much better. Now, if you don't have those things in place, you still have to proceed forward. You have to address workplace bullying, um, but it's so much better if you have your relationships established, you have your motive established in your leadership um, those are two variables in our leadership equation. If you've never heard me talk about our leadership equation, motive and relationship are two primary um, variables in our leadership equation that we utilize in our leadership calculator for giving you a leadership score. But you want to establish well those relationships and in your motive such that you can address this bullying much more effectively. Now, after you get into this meeting, this private meeting, one-on-one -on -one meeting with this person, and you are uh, very intentional to confront the actions and the behaviors, 
you want to ensure that you're properly explaining the policy. I talked about earlier how you need to have a policy in place regarding workplace bullying. And so you want to utilize that policy and you're, you're not going to sit there and just read it to them, obviously, but you're going to make them aware that there is a policy in place. You're going to make them aware of, of the, the details of that policy, the ins and outs of that policy, you know, how it addresses bullying and so forth. Right. So you want to take the time, be very patient with them, take the time to explain to them that you have a policy and, and the details of that policy. Now, beyond that, beyond the policy, there's other things that you want to be clear to explain to this person, because it's likely that they don't necessarily recognize these things, but you want to explain the impact that their behavior is having on other team members, the, the team as a whole, but also the performance of the team. It's likely in these situations that that person one, they probably don't even recognize their action as being rude or abrasive or something like that. But even beyond that, they definitely don't recognize the impact that that is having on other team members, how, what it's having on, on the group as a, as a team, a whole, uh, or what it's having on performance. So they're, they're not recognizing the way that their actions are lowering the morale of the team and they don't necessarily connect the dots and understand how that lowered morale how that is affecting teamwork how you're not working together as a team the way that you should and then further connecting the dots well how is that lack of teamwork how is that hindering our performance it's likely that this person doesn't understand those dynamics of the related to their actions okay so you want to take the time and be patient to explain with it to this person the impact that their actions and behavior are having on the rest of the group, the rest of the team, and the team's performance. And then you want to move on, right? Th throughout all of this, you're, you're again, you're confronting the actions. These actions violate this policy, which has this impact on our team. And now you want to move into, you want to move into a proper explanation of the consequences if the actions and behaviors don't change, okay? So again, I'm talking about actions and behavior that violate this policy, that have this impact on the team. And if it doesn't change, if this behavior doesn't change, then here are the consequences related to that. And oftentimes this is where I will take the step to talk to, to warn them about the consequences to come if their actions do not change. Now, remember, we're having this meeting in private. We're talking to them privately one-on-one. -on -one. And oftentimes when we're talking about the consequences, I will talk about the consequences in stages. And so I will talk about, hey, I'm having this conversation here with you and we're talking through this and we're gonna create a, an improvement plan and, and so forth. But I need to let you know that if you continue this type of behavior in our team meetings, eventually I'm going to get to the point where I have to call you out publicly to tell you to stop doing that behavior or taking that, those types of actions, right? So the next step, the next consequence may be that I need to start calling you out publicly. Ultimately, uh, consequences for this type of thing not changing probably is termination. 
right? There may be some steps along the way, and it depends on what your policy is, your human resources uh, guidelines and so forth. But you want to be clear about here are the consequences that that person will experience if they do not change their actions and their behavior, right? So be sure that you explain that very well. And then finally, as you are leaving this meeting or you're concluding this meeting, together, you must create an improvement plan, right? You must create an improvement plan. You're not just here as their leader to tell them all the things that they're doing wrong. You're also here as their leader to help them improve and be a better team member. So again, they may not even recognize that they are uh, exhibiting bullying behavior. They probably don't recognize the impact it's having on the team. And, And so they're certainly going to appreciate your patience and your willingness to create for them a plan to change that, to not exhibit that type of behavior. And this is going to furthermore um, address your motive for being a leader, right? If you are, if you go into that meeting and all you do is tell them the things that they're doing wrong and you don't help them create an improvement plan, then they're going to perceive your motives of being a leader as selfish. You're just in it for yourself. But the moment you kind of dig in with them, and you dive in and you, all right, let's create a plan for improving your actions and your behaviors. Well, then they know that you're in it for them, right? You're in leadership for their benefit. So you have to kind of conclude this, this private meeting with a plan of improvement. Um, and there's a number of elements probably to that improvement plan. You're probably going to have a similar meeting to this on a regular basis Um, for the purpose of reviewing that person's ongoing behavior, uh, reviewing their progress in some type of improvement plan. There may be books that you feel like this person needs to read. There may be courses or or classes that you feel like this person needs to to take. Um, There may be um, these, you know, mental exercises that this person needs to do as they go into meetings and so forth. Uh, I've shared this on the podcast before, but especially when I'm going into big, possibly contentious meetings, I out loud will say to myself, the team is more important than me. And what that's doing is that's setting me in the mindset of the most important thing I can do in this meeting is maintain good teamwork. It's not about me trying to dominate the meeting. It's not about me trying to persuade everybody that my idea is the best idea and so forth. It's, it's the, the team that is more important. And so you, in this creating of this improvement plan, you may create those kind of mental triggers, if you will, for this person to utilize, to improve their actions and behavior. But again, you have to kind of conclude this, this addressing the, the bullying with creating a plan for improvement. Now, ultimately, after you create this plan for improvement, if they don't participate in the plan or they don't actually do the plan, well, now you're back to what were those consequences? The previous item that I talked about, now you're back to uh, that person is going to begin to experience the consequences that you talked about um, if they don't actually execute the plan, the improvement plan that the two of you have established. Okay, so those are that's kind of quickly summary. That's kind of how you address this. You have to address this workplace bullying 
the first thing you have to do is establish a policy directly related to workplace bullying. And then in private, in a one-on-one -on -one meeting, you want to confront the actions and behaviors, not the person, confront the actions and behaviors, explain the policy very thoroughly, explain the impacts that their actions and behaviors are having on the rest of the team and performance, explain the consequences that that person will experience if their actions and behaviors don't change, if, the, if their actions and behaviors continue to be bullying, then they're going to experience these consequences. And then finally, what you want to do is create an improvement plan with that team member such that they can begin to improve and, and no longer exhibit bullying behavior. Okay. So those are your steps in doing that. And listen, if you need to deal with a workplace bully, or if you want to be prepared to do so, maybe you're not experiencing workplace bullying right now, but you want to be prepared just in case you do, or not, you know what, not just in case, for when you do, you will certainly experience it if you spend any time in leadership. But if you need to deal with it right now, or you want to be prepared for it, then you need to start with our leadership calculator so that you can understand how to establish those all important relationships and pure motives that we talked about uh, earlier in the in the episode here. And all you need to do is you need to head over to theleadershipcalculator.com. That's theleadershipcalculator.com. And we will give you an objective score of your leadership, but we will also give you a report that tells you exactly what you need to do based on your results, tells you exactly what you need to do to improve your leadership score, to improve those relationships and those pure motives that we talked about earlier. So be sure you take advantage of that, theleadershipcalculator.com. And until I speak to you again next time, remember, I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com. Odds are, if you're hearing my voice right now, you are a leader who has questions or feels like this. I was new to leadership. You're just hoping to show them the, the right path and right. hope they catch on intentional saying, hey, this is the path we're taking. As a new leader, not having people work for me, how do you go about hiring people, finding right. that right team member? How do we have everybody want to be on this team because the goal that we're going for helps them, helps the company, helps everybody. Yes, this podcast is here to help with that. I share with you everything I can to help you grow into a leader everyone loves and wants to follow. But let's face it, it will take me years to share with you my 29 plus years of leadership experience via a weekly podcast episode. So if you're really serious about improving your leadership faster to positively impact business results and the lives of those you lead, I invite you to consider the Leadership Accelerator. This is the 30-day challenge I've created to teach leaders like you the principles guaranteed to improve your leadership effectiveness in just 30 days. Leaders are watching their leadership improve with every action taken in the 30-day challenge. I would even include my confidence level, even just 
having simple conversations with people. I don't feel the edginess of trying to have a difficult conversation. Leaders are fast-tracking their leadership growth. I feel like I gained five years worth of experience just because I've gained five years worth of knowledge. Over the course of 30 days, you'll get deep, hands-on, and step-by-step -step coaching from me on every element of our leadership equation. It's the mathematical science behind measuring your leadership. You have a predictable, measurable way of looking at leadership, that a different way that I've seen people describe it. While the Leadership Accelerator is a self-paced online course, you will also receive multiple opportunities to ask me directly your specific leadership questions. So if you're ready to commit to improving your leadership, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash accelerator right now. And if you're still on the fence, you absolutely have to do it. The word is acceleration. It'll accelerate your knowledge, your experience, your confidence. What are you waiting for? Once again, head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash accelerator and sign up. I can't wait to meet you in the program. And remember, I love you because that's what leaders do. And I want you to be blessed and lead well.